0: I'm Matthew, and I'm Carlos, and we are the Heroes 3. Welcome to Heroes 3, the bi-weekly podcast where three friends explore the best, worst, and everything in between in the world of Asian cinema. Uh, Once again, we are Marty-less. Hopefully that'll get, uh, you know, we'll figure something out soon. But anyways, for for today, it'll be just me and Carlos again. Um, And this week we are concluding our look at some spooky movies for Halloween this year with 1987's A Chinese Ghost Story. Uh, which was directed not by Choi Hark, even though everything makes it sound like Choi Hark created this movie completely on his own out of thin air. <laughs> um, but uh, he did have a lot to do with it. But um, uh, but it was directed by Ching Su Tung, who we've we've talked about. I'm not sure if we watched. Have we watched any other movies that they directed?
1: Uh, but. No, but he has been involved with uh, uh, fight choreography in a bunch of films. Um, yeah. So similarly to uh film we talked about, Angel, recently. He did the martial arts direction in that film, and there was a little bit of him talking about how he actually directed that movie. And I, I think <laughs> right, it's, right. it's funny here because it's almost the reverse of that. So uh, everybody <laughs> says that pretty much Choi Hark directed this film, even gotcha. though Ching Su Tung is uh, listed as the director. So I think that's that's kind of... Karmic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but it stars uh, Leslie Chung, who we've seen on the podcast before. Wu, Wu Ma, who we've seen on the podcast a billion times. So well, we haven't in a while. So it's cool to see him again. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and Joey Wong, who is a newcomer to the podcast, but she's actually pretty proficient, which is just is cool to see. Because mm-hmm. as we talked about before, a lot of the actresses in these Hong Kong films get to star in you know films for a few years, which... In Hong Kong terms, means like twenty movies or something, <laughs> right? Um, and then and then they usually retire once they like get married and have families and stuff. But yeah. she's she's been at it and has still does stuff like as recently as I think twenty fourteen is the last yeah. credit. So.
1: Yeah, it, interestingly though, she did she it was similar to uh, the other stories we heard. I know that she she got married and she t- took some time away from film, but um yeah. Ooh, you, I mean, you said that she's been in more recent stuff. She's, um, she fits this role perfectly. And actually, she, she kind of got uh, <laughs> comfortable in this type of role. Uh, we can talk about that a little bit, too. Because um, we're in 1987. This is just after um, Leslie Chung uh, became very popular thanks to A Better Tomorrow, which we covered. And similar to that... Uh, a Chinese ghost story created its own kind of subgenre boom where you'd see this movie become very successful and then a lot of movies try to riff off of that success and Wu Ma himself even would go on to direct uh, a couple movies that are basically the same of this Mm. (laughs) Um, and uh she uh Joey uh Wong was was in some of those as well so that's pretty interesting and um yeah, I mean, we've seen it a bunch of times, like with Police Story, even you know, Drunken Master, the Kung Fu Comedy Explosion. But uh, I, I really like this film. It's been a very long time since I've seen it, so um, it there were there are some things that really stuck with me, but a lot of it um, was fun to watch for this episode. So uh, one of the things that really kind of stuck with me this time was all the practical effects that are in this movie Yeah, and
0: we had some great practical effects in this a lot of like stop motion cool puppets and dudes in suits it's everything that I love about practical effects
1: right it's almost like a sampler plate of all this different uh, like types of effects Um, I feel like even though some of it may look goofy I mean our taste is pretty apparent if you've been listening to podcasts, but seeing practical <laughs> effects like this is mm-hmm. super fun. And actually, I feel like the movie's pretty ambitious in a lot of ways when it comes to that. Um I I'm I'm excited for us to talk about Wu Ma like doing his like rap thing too. <laughs> that's <Yeah. laughs> that's really fun. Um I uh The one thing that was really surprising to me is when I saw this movie originally, I'm almost positive I hadn't seen Evil Dead. Uh, are you familiar <laughs> with the Evil Dead movies?
0: I was. I was definitely going to say there are some very raimi esque camera yeah. angles of of like monsters moving to like the camera is the perspective of the monster yeah kind of thing
1: it was so much so that i had to go and uh, look and see so evil dead 2 came out in 87 but early in the in the year so chinese ghost story came out uh i think it was in august or later in the year and um evil dead 2 had been out so i feel like that probably colored a lot of the uh choices for the practical effects in this movie. And I, I think it's cool. I think this, you could say it in a lot of ways, this is like Chinese answer to Evil Dead 2, which is it's awesome. Yeah. Not
0: <laughs> but quite as gory, but yeah. Yeah.
1: But I mean, there are scenes where. You have like these dramatic practical effects mm-hmm. and then like right in the middle of it, something funny will happen just to kind of mm-hmm. like wink yeah, at you. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's really cool. Um, the other thing that we obviously have to mention is, of course, this is a Chinese ghost story and this is, uh, based on, um, a collection of stories, uh, from, I believe the Qing dynasty. So this, this movie is loosely based on uh, a story within a compilation called Strange Tales of Chinese Studio, and uh, this was written by a, a writer named Pu Songling, and the actual, the name of the story is called Xiu Sin, the, the oh, The, the name the, of the, ghost. The, the
0: main ghost character.
1: Yeah, but it's also uh, in, in ways a spiritual remake of a 60s Shaw Brothers movie called The Enchanting Shadow, and I I shared the trailer with uh with with you on the in our chat then you can see even just from the trailer that there are a lot of similar beats and but it's like a 60s version of that so that's pretty cool i mean um chinese ghosts were something that i was familiar with mainly from hong kong cinema and i I took some time to kind of study a little bit about it and um uh it's it's cool to me because it's different, very different than last week we were talking about yokai and, you know, how uh, yokai kind of reflect Japanese culture and Japanese religion. And uh, I think Chinese ghosts do that in a similar way, but are very different from uh, the traditions in Japan. And actually, uh, let's see, September 2nd was... Uh, Ghost Day. Did you know? Uh, do you know about Chinese <laughs> Ghost Day?
0: I don't think I'm familiar with Ghost Day. Is that in any way connected to the Grave Sweeping Day, or is that completely different?
1: Well, no. You're you're on the right track. So, um, the seventh month of the Chinese calendar is actually they call it the Chinese Ghost Month or the Chinese Ghost Festival, or you'll mm-hmm. hear the Hungry Ghost Festival. So, what <laughs> happens during that month is. That uh, the realm of the undead, the, the gates open up and the undead are free to visit the land of the living. Uh, tomb Sweeping Day, we talked about, and that's actually kind of humans like kind of paying their respects to the dead. Like, so you're visiting the dead by doing, you know, paying respects. So uh, with Ghost Month and Ghost Day,
0: the dead the ghosts com- are coming to visit. Yeah.
1: Us. So what, what people do is they'll leave out food or money some type of offering because uh in chinese belief when you die your ghost has like its own like life that needs to be sustained we've talked about um like the uh jiangxi how they have like an imbalance of yin and yang and that kind of brings them back to life so like that that those energies the hun and po of your yin and yang they need to be sustained so when the dead come back to the world of the living they're looking for sustenance and they're looking you you'll see people say they're looking for entertainment too so (laughs) um people people leave these offerings out so that's that's really cool and it's kind of like also paying your respects to um your family that's passed so i don't know if you knew any but anything about that but that was just a little bit of homework that i did and um there's another thing that I read about and there are actual ghost marriages that <laughs> people do. So like if there's a, a a couple that's to be married and then one of them passes away, sometimes what they'll do is they'll have a, a marriage of that person with the person that has died. And it's mainly like oh. a like a lineage thing, like to carry yeah. on lineage or to bring like maybe the, the female into the male's family And um, that's something that I had never heard about. And that's really interesting to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah. And these are all kind of related to um, Buddhism and Taoism. So, again, we have this situation where culture and religion kind of are kind of blended together in an interesting Mm -hmm. way i don't think that it's as direct as in japanese culture but i i think that it's it's really cool and actually talking about yokai there are some yokai in japan that there's like an equivalent in chinese uh mythology so in journey to the west i remember a story in journey to the west where there are like these fruit from a tree that are like babies and like there's like a whole thing where some wukong like like if you eat the fruit you'll get like eternal life or something and right um,
0: he eats like five of them or something ridiculous yeah he
1: like steals some yeah and uh in in japanese like with yokai there's like a similar thing where there's like these fruit that are like babies' faces that'll laugh if you're nearby just to like creep you out but you have to be careful not to like knock them or they can't laugh too hard because then they'll fall off the tree (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um but also there's like um like the fox like a mischievous fox like in japan you've got the kitsune which okay. is like kind of like um a tanuki like the raccoon where they can change shape and like trick people in chinese mythology there's also the fox and actually yeah the wuma one of the wuma like kind of copycats of chinese ghost stories is called fox legend and I think that Joey Wong's in it too. Yeah, she she is. <laughs> she's she's in that as well. But yeah, I mean, some cool stuff. It's also very similar to wuxia films. Like you got a lot of the same energy of wuxia. Like it's more, more often than not, it's going to be a period film mm-hmm. when we're talking about like Chinese ghosts. But also um, a lot of these like Chinese ghost films like have romance as a major part of them. Where you know it's like a, either you're trapped in a romance or it's a for, forbidden romance. And I think that those the strange tales like collection, it's like 500 stories. A lot of those stories are are romance. It's like supernatural romance. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I think I spilled all my beans right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Okay.
0: sighs> cool. Well, with that, I think we should dive into the episode itself. See how a lot of that kind of kind of plays into this. But first, let's take a look at the back of the VHS. One night stay at Yuk Temple sounds tempting at no cost. But if you dare spend a night there, you will pay with your life. Young scholar Ling Choi Song gets dragged into the land of wind and ghosts when a chance encounter with the beautiful lips Sin Sen ignites the fires of forbidden love. Lovers from two different worlds Su Sin is at the mercy of the tree demon and the good-natured Ling seeks the help of the Taoist monk Yen Chak Ha to defeat the demons and give his spectrous soulmate the happy ending she deserves. Choi Hark presents a tale of souls and swords eternally retold. Leslie Chung, Joey Wong, and Wu Ma star in A Chinese Ghost Story. So, the movie starts with kind of a interesting cold open where we see the uh this this like student or something like that like writing in this like decrepit temple and this like woman who we you know it's honestly it's safe to assume they're a ghost at this point anyway because <laughs> of the way they're acting but this ghost woman kind of like seduces him and then it leads to his uh his death and it's it's really cool it's like it's super slow-mo and I couldn't believe that this was from 1987 because this feels very 90s Hong oh, Kong. Yeah. Like, like e- even, like, the music and, like, all the Dutch angles and, like, mm. the bluish kind of hue to everything, the ridiculous amount of slow-mo.
1: Yeah, and we're talking about Choi Hark, so these are, mm-hmm. like, staples of his, uh, you know, cinematic language, and mm-hmm. uh, this is definitely stuff you'd end up seeing in other stuff like... Um, once Upon a Time in China. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's really windy. Everything's really kind of hazy. <laughs> so they uh, they have all these sets and it's all these period sets. It looks really cool, but yeah, it can end up looking kind of samey. So like, I think when people think of like Wirefu, like extreme examples, a lot of what people think of are like what this film is.
0: Yeah, definitely. Although I, I do think it, the wirefu plays a little more, I guess it plays a little better in my mind with this because you are talking about literal ghosts. It's not mm. people who are just so good at kung fu they can start flying. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like, and oh, it-
0: these are actual like ghosts with supernatural abilities.
1: Mm-hmm, and the... um. There actually isn't a lot of like Kung Fu in this film. It's mostly yeah. like dramatic action and they use wires to you know, like have characters flying around. But when it comes to fighting in this film, actually, when you think of uh, the cast, there are, I mean, I mean, Wu Ma has been a legend in Hong Kong cinema and he's done hundreds of films. Yeah. But you basically know Wu Ma as a character actor, he's kind of like the goofball. And, um, Leslie Chung being this very, you know, attractive young man. He's like a heartthrob, and he's not known as a fighter either. So none of the people in the film are really known as fighters. But um, what we can talk about, you know, with Chin Su Chung being the quote-unquote director, he's got a crew of people that work on action. And one of the guys is Philip Kwok, one of our Venoms. Oh, cool. Yeah, he did a lot of the action in this film. And actually, Wu Ma said that... Uh, for all the. He was basically. Philip Kwok was basically his stunt double. So anytime there's some dramatic oh, cool. movement happening, that's Philip Kwok on camera, which is really cool. Oh, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: After that, we get to see, uh, Leslie Chung, our hero. And he's like this, like, scholar, tax collector kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh,. <laughs> it's there's a lot of like gags in the in the movie which i don't think wasn't like i knew this was going to be like a funny movie but i wasn't expecting it to be like basically like a comedy with like a a ghost or a supernatural romance yeah yeah as a kind of a framing device
1: right so yeah you see him kind of making his way he seems very down and out uh you know he's walking he's trying to make it to town and it starts raining and then he gets caught in the middle of a skirmish Mm -hmm. and um One of my favorite
0: gags when he's trying to find his way to town, uh, the directions say to go like east or something, and he's like, okay, I don't know which way is east. So he pulls out a compass, and the compass is just spinning around in circles.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's really funny. (laughs) Um, The other thing we can say, too, is that he was a a very popular canto pop singer, and he's singing the theme song that you hear during this opening sequence. Oh, cool.
0: That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And also with the practical effects, when um, he finally finds some shelter, there's like this this man chasing down some people on horseback, and he cuts off one of their heads, and you see it like roll around on the ground.
1: (laughs) It's it's almost casually displayed too. It's like oh yeah, just his head just got chopped off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's a Um, moment where blood gets sprayed on Leslie. That's pretty dramatic too. Oh yeah.
0: But so he makes his way uh into town mm-hmm. we introduce kind of like a lot of like the kind of side characters in the town we're gonna see like these these like goon street toughs that are like just attacking everyone in town and, like accusing everyone of being like a wanted or a criminal and
1: yeah and- they're like these uh almost like Bounty hunters, they're just looking for a criminal. So, anytime they hear somebody yell out, don't run away, they just chase after them yeah. without even knowing who they are. So,
0: um, instead, I Le- <laughs> start fighting each other.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Leslie Chung's character gets bumped into a wall full of talismans. You know, we've seen these uh, seals that you place on the forehead of the jiangshi to keep them uh, contained. So, what happens is he lays back and they all get printed on his back which seems like a gag but it actually pays off a little bit later
2: mm-hmm.
1: he's uh he makes his way in to do his job he's got to collect money and the the shop owner he's like an inn there's like an inn and he talks to him and that's actually huang ha who we've seen in a bunch of films okay and, i
0: recognized him i couldn't place yeah
1: wrong. i think i mean more directly related to this film he was in uh, encounters of the spooky kind as oh, cool. like the Master Tam, like one of the, the villains. And he has, you know, great fight at the end against Samuel. And he was also in Mr. Vampire. And um, man, the list goes on and on. He was in Drunken Master. He was in 36 Chambers of Shaolin. So uh, similar to Wu Ma, he's, he's one of these aces that you can just call in and you'll always get a good performance. But it's funny here because he that's the only scene you see him in. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do any action. He's just kind of uh, playing against Leslie Chung in this scene. So Leslie Chung, uh, you know, it was raining on him. So all of his paperwork got smeared. So he isn't able to collect his taxes. Mm. And so he doesn't have any money. And then he asks a merchant outside, hey, can I stay somewhere for free? And (laughs) the merchant's like, oh, you can stay at this temple. And immediately when he (laughs) says that, everybody turns their heads towards him. They're like, oh, like, that place. So, mm-hmm. he's an out-of-towner. He doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. And they're like, he's gonna die. Like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's this
0: constant <laughs> gag where every time he, every time he's not facing the crowd, they're all talking behind his back about how he's gonna die and stop <laughs> as soon as he turns around. It's very, like, the, Looney Tunes.
1: Yeah, and the thing that's funny to me is that, wouldn't it be the opposite? So, like, wouldn't yeah, they be looking at him, a... and then when he turns around, they'd look yeah, away? Yeah, they're
0: all like, oh, what's, what's going on? I don't know.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. But yeah, so he needs to make his way to uh set up mm-hmm. our plot.
0: <laughs> yeah. He is, it's nighttime, he's getting chased by like these wolves. Uh Oh yeah, they have, have this
1: goofy the, effect on their eyes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like cool like rotoscopes, like glow on their eyes. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I love it. Uh but he makes his way to uh to the temple and we get see the the guy that it's the same guy that he saw earlier, right, fighting
1: yes Wu Ma's character
0: yeah yep um yeah we see the the same guy that let that, that cut off someone's head earlier fighting against uh wuma who is like the who at first i kind of thought he was like the defender of the temple but later it's he's kind of like a ghost hunter that's just trying to trying to kill all the ghosts that are that are in this temple
1: yeah he's a he's a Taoist priest um swordsman and he's been sitting waiting patiently when they encounter each other here. He says, Oh, you found me after seven years. But, um, it seems like he always gets the upper hand against the other guy. And, uh, Leslie Chung gets stuck right in the middle of everything. And,
0: um, Ooh, I just had it. Sorry. This is, I don't know if this goes in the podcast, but I just had a cool idea. That'd be, that'd be really cool to do for like a paladin in D and D. Oh yeah. Normally, normally you think of paladins being like very like Judeo Christian kind of, religious thing but what if they're like daoist oh like yeah doing weird like blood magic and stuff to to fight demons
1: yeah that would be awesome i, li- I like cool. that
0: anyway um <laughs> but yeah leslie Chung gets caught between the the two of them and he has a wuma has a great look in this he is like mm-hmm. i feel like the the look of the kind of crazed daoist monk is pretty pretty consistent in a lot of the movies we've watched with like the the beard and the top knot and and everything
1: that's funny uh that you mentioned that too because um there's a really fun interview with wuma and where he's talking about this film and he mentions that when they were filming they had gone through a couple of iterations of his character and when they uh started Actual production of the movie this he said it was like the third version of this character <laughs> and there was one thing that they just couldn't get right they're like something's weird he still doesn't seem right and what he says is that the the eyebrows and his makeup were tilted downwards so he didn't look as heroic. So in uh, the film, you see him with these upturned eyebrows. That's funny. <laughs> so like, he said, once they figured that out, everything was okay. That's funny. <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah. We'll, we'll link to that interview. I think it's from the Hong Kong Legends DVD. It's, it's, yeah, yeah there's a lot of cool information there. Mm-hmm. And it's just really cool hearing Wu Ma, you know, this very seasoned actor that's been you know 300 movies or something hearing him talk about uh his time is seems like it was a very uh very fond movie for him he he really enjoyed his time working on this movie they said it was like it took a lot longer than you'd expect too. he says it took like eight months to film this oh, whereas dang. yeah most of the time he said it'd be like three to five months
0: i guess it makes sense with all the all the practical stuff they had to work with
1: yeah, yeah. So after this little segment, you see our ghost get their next victim, and it's the oh, rival so swordsman. Good. Yeah, so it's really cool. So he's out by the water tending to his wounds, and you see Joey Wong in in the water, in front of a waterfall, really dramatic. A lot of the shots yeah. in this movie are super dramatic. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, it's almost like a shampoo commercial or something. Yeah, and dramatically and, throwing water on her hair and stuff
1: really dramatic lighting too but the uh yeah it's really cool she she gets him and who her venus fly trap right mm-hmm. <laughs> and um you see that evil dead type POV camera yeah, flies towards yeah. him and actually it's one step further like actually like enters his body you see it go down his throat and then there's a really cool practical shot oh, of him getting so like good. the life sucked out of him it's, oh, it's so, so cool good.
0: like it yeah. looks like his his body like shriveling and you can see like his skeleton under his under his skin and and yeah. like the there's this cool creepy like almost remind me of like a tool video or something where like the Mm -hmm. veins in his blood are like draining out.
1: Yeah. Uh, Really, really effective.
0: Yeah. It's so good. Um, And then uh, Wu Ma, like he hears this, hears him screaming and he checks it out and he's like this shriveled husk Mm -hmm. laying by the river. Um, And then he comes back to life and he has to do some, some cool Taoist like, this like needle thing, and then like throwing a talisman on them, and then setting them on fire. It's it's pretty good, and then we get even more stop motion where we like. <laughs> there's even these like husks that we kind of saw earlier, but now they're like back to life, and we got full on like stop motion zombies basically moving around.
1: Yeah, um, there's this Wesley running. Here. Yeah, yeah there's this running gag very hong kong you know kung fu comedy where uh leslie's character unknowingly is being stalked by these creatures and throughout the film he just is like a hair away from getting killed yeah um but yeah they're all either they're stop motion or they're uh like a dude in a suit and um again similar to like uh what we s- were talking about daimon in the yokai Daisenso episode it's in the eyes man when you see the eyes if you see like these very intelligent looking eyes in the middle (laughs) of this creepy figure i think it's pretty effective even if the the effects look goofy Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but um so uh ling our main character leslie chung he ends up uh encountering our our ghost so there's this little like hut out by the water, and uh, she's playing like a siren song. She's playing the instrument. You said it was called a oh,
0: like it's a, 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 a juki, jukin, I think is basically you'd say a jukin if you're okay speaking English more or less. It's one of those like I think it's like guqin or something like that. Is how you oh, say it. It's like with a Q though, with, right? With the actual it's with a Q. Yeah, G U Q I N. So chin
1: Q is like a C H chin. Okay, yeah. So,
0: yeah, but anyways, it's like, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a harp. It's like a zither kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: you see that in a lot, you'll see it in a lot of movies. It's like somebody that's uh, like a higher class person will be playing it. It's a sign of elegance.
0: Mm-hmm. We we get to see kind of uh, the Joey Wong's character in like a kind of her natural environment more. Because before we've only seen her as like this, like this, um, uh, what's it, like a succubus almost <laughs> like yeah right that's like, a that's a good way to put it that's like killing all these people, but she's actually like being kind despite him like bumbling around and like falling in the water and and she has these cool like this anklet with uh these bells on it, which kind of kind of comes into play throughout the movie
1: right, and the um those talisman uh markings on his coat um are. Important here because he turns around and she sees them, and that's what kind of gets him tossed into the water.
0: And I like that he's such like a he's such a loser, and he's such a bumbling idiot that she's like trying to do her seduction thing, and and it's not working because he's such a <laughs> dummy.
1: Yeah, he's just clueless. There's he even like comments on her weight. It's like, whoa, <laughs> Dude, yeah. you you messing up? And she's so cute. I th- I think Joey Wong looks like oh, adorable yeah. in this role.
0: Like a lot of the. Like a lot of the actresses we've seen in these movies, I think she was like a Miss Taiwan or something like that. Yeah, that um, same
1: trajectory. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: but eventually she just she just uses like a spell to knock him out, and um,
1: she does uh, the um, the wrestling the poison mist. <laughs> you yeah, you know in wrestling when they're like spray the green mist on a dude. I guess it's more in Japanese wrestling, but Yeah, I was about yeah, to say
0: he, I don't I don't recall that, but that that sounds awesome. That's you know Yeah dude Wrestling's it, already goofy, I'm all about it getting more goofy.
1: Yeah, the great Muda, he, he'll he does this thing where he'll like spray green mist on a guy's face <laughs> and awesome. it's like poison mist. Yeah, you can do it in I, actually King doesn't do it in Tekken. Nina Williams actually does the poison mist. um yeah so she like yeah knocks him out and he ends up in the water and then he's like oh how did i end up in the water but what what happens is she escapes because she wants to avoid our taoist uh, swordsman and uh ling has the her instrument he's like oh i gotta get it back to her so he still doesn't get that she's a ghost and um there's this cat and mouse game we, we have going on here and um you start to see this wirework that we were talking about. So when uh, the ghost leaves, she like flies away. Actually, yeah, I like the sound effects in this movie. They're very Nintendo. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, sound like... yeah, a lot of silly.
1: Like Castlevania or something. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. No, there's a lot of great, great synths in this. And that's, again, that's another Choi Hark thing because like kind of going away from the, the sound libraries of old and doing lots of of like synth stuff
1: yeah 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 and it yeah actually thinking about that sound it almost sounds like in the jetsons when they're flying a car that's when she leaps <laughs> away yeah. she sounds like a jetson's car it's <laughs> funny yep. and there's like a crazy moment where there's a snake you know there's like this like cobra in front of them and they're like oh my god and you see like Leslie Chung like reaching his hand out towards a venomous well I don't know if it's venomous but yeah. anyways that snake probably got like murdered on set yeah, You know how that goes. Like,
0: <laughs> I, I hope I hope the, the that snake made it through uh made it to snake snake actor retirement
1: but, yeah <laughs> it but, is crazy um, to see somebody smacking at a cobra snake though that's messed up yeah <laughs>
0: But it becomes a bit of a bit of a cat and mouse here, because uh, Wu Ma's uh, Daoist priest comes in, swooping in to try to try to kill this ghost, and we get uh, just a brief glimpse at the uh, mm-hmm. what do they call it in the version you watched? The the so mother. The you'll what was it like old old dame uh, is what they call it. old dame and, is okay is what they call it in the Amazon Prime right. one the right right.
1: The fortune star the d v d that I have they'll say tree demon, so that's another term that you'll see, huh
0: okay but yeah she she pops in we briefly see her, and she uses like this uh like she makes the trees like grow out to to stop the this this dart that the priest throws, and there's this awesome uh there's this awesome tree that is like on fire and right in front of him. And then he blows it out, which that's a cool. It's probably like a reverse shot or something, but it's a really cool, uh, shot of him like blowing the this whole tree out. So after that, Ling Leslie Chung's character goes back to the back to the temple, and this is kind of where he like, kind of bumbles his way into killing a bunch of zombies. <laughs> yeah, they're all hiding you
1: know, in the basement.
0: Yeah, and he's like puts up, like, a ladder, and, like, the ladder knocks down, like, all the zombies, and there's an awesome shot where, like, he reaches his hand down, because he hears something, and all of the zombie hands are, like, reaching out to grab him, but they don't quite get it.
1: I really like Um, your comparison to the tool videos. Like, yeah, I think that's really (laughs) cool. Also, do you remember um, MTV had an old show called Liquid Television, which was basically, yeah, yeah, like, a compilation of different animation shorts? Yeah, that's... That's Kinda one of, of those,
0: I obviously I was I was too young to be watching that whenever I was airing, but I heard a lot about it because that's where a lot of animation people kind of started before mm-hmm. doing other bigger shows.
1: Yeah, like Aeon Flux and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. My wife and I always bring up liquid television. There was some, um, some anime shorts that would get thrown in there too. There's a Madhouse compilation film called Mani Mani, so it was kind of like, three different stories and one of the stories was like about this like race car driver and he's like trying to go faster and faster and faster i think they showed that on like with television so there's our asian cinema connection (laughs) if
0: (laughs) so the the next day uh the we see these these like zombies are trying to get up and he like opens up a window and the window like shines into them and like he ends up accidentally killing all these zombies that are like trying desperately to to, to get at him and because <laughs> yeah. the only reason that he even does it is because he drops like his ink or something like that Um, and he's trying to find it so he opens up the window and, and the ink is like covered in like foam of, of the zombies that had melted
1: yeah yeah and um Ling ends up doing like his tax work so he goes back into town to get some some cash,
0: yeah. And all of the all the people in town are like, "Oh my god, you're alive!"
1: <laughs> yeah, that's really good.
0: <laughs> um, and they end up being almost scared of him whenever he gets back.
1: Yep, there's a, a thing here where you see like this procession, and he mm-hmm. notices that um, Su Sin, the the ghost, she's walking in the middle of this procession, and he calls out to her. But you get uh, you. You kind of understand that he's the only one that sees her. Everybody else is like, what is he talking Mm -hmm. about? What is he talking about? So um, this actually is like they have these effigies. So this is like a ghost like procession, like the hungry ghost festival type thing that we're seeing right now.
0: And also with the money, he earlier went to like this, this uh, art dealer and there's this one painting that uh, we later come to find out is of uh, Su Sin, and uh, she, he comes back and wants to buy it, but uh, it's it's gone missing. Um, yeah, you
1: actually see her holding it in the middle of that procession, which is kind of cool.
0: Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Um. And so he decides to go back into the, or he goes back into the woods because he still needs a place to. I guess he's, I don't know, going back for more or something. <laughs> um. Yeah, like he has three lanterns because he's going yeah, to deal with it with <laughs>
1: and he's like reciting this poem I actually looked up the poem it's, oh that's right you did Yeah, it's called bringing in the wine it's by Levi it's a famous poem but he's basically kind of doing it to kind of reassure himself like i'm safe and then he starts to get scared and then he starts reciting it even faster and it turns into this panic thing where he's just running through the forest that's <laughs> really fun but he yeah. ends up running into Siosin, and this turns into a dangerous situation where you see her sisters arrive and these are all these ghosts that kind of uh you're you're getting the puzzle pieces now and um they're kind of serving a master and the master shows up and this is who he said was the uh old dame, I think you said, right? Yeah, well, no, uh, that's the, what
0: it says and I think that's what it says in uh the, the,
1: the tree yeah, Amazon Prime version. Yeah, the tree demon. And uh this is uh pretty cool too because uh this uh like master level demon is uh played by a man named Lao Xuming. Ming But uh, the way they characterize this is it's like this androgynous thing. And I think that there's this really cool uh, choice where they have the dialogue uh, performed by both a man and a woman.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Like halfway through a sentence, it'll cut between the man or the woman delivering the line, which is it's. It's definitely, it's kind of it's weird but I guess that's the point is that it's it's mm-hmm. like this kind of disorienting thing.
1: Yeah, it gives you like this unsettling energy to this character. Actually mm-hmm. reminds me in in Mazinger Z this like mecha enemy, there's a character, one of the villains called Baron Ashura, and Baron Ashura is actually like half man half woman split like down the middle from top to bottom. <laughs> in in Mazinger Z, Baron Ashura's voice is by both a man and a woman at the same time, so this oh, is cool. yeah a show that ran in the seventies, and even over the years, like whenever they would return to that character, they'd always have that as uh, yeah. the device. It's pretty pretty cool. Or you thinking yeah. like in Dragon Ball when characters do fusion in Dragon Ball, they have both oh, voice yeah, actors like play the one character. At the same time. Yeah. yeah, so it's not the same exact thing, but it's kind of same symbolic uh, mm-hmm. device here. I think it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah, Ling is kind of stuck in this situation. Um, like in Dreadnought, when yun Bu's character, Mousy yeah. is like hiding from the, the killer. He's, yeah,
0: it's similar, yeah.
1: Yeah, he has to kind of stay underwater and hold his breath uh, mm-hmm. or else he'll be found. It's the same situation here. Yeah
0: there's a lot of great gags of him like having to come up at like just the worst time. And <laughs> yeah. And, and of course, uh, of course, cause you have to have it one shot of where he, he comes up to breathe and she's like, just took off her, like is <laughs> like, has her, her dress open and he's just has his big wide eyes looking at it And then.
1: Yeah. And she, and she has to kiss kind of him to give him air. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what you do find out is that these sisters are being used by the tree demon to find Uh, pray so the tree demon can like get the energy from these people so Mm -hmm. when you see somebody getting their life sucked out of them it's because the tree demon's doing that
0: so all the sisters are, are are skeptical because like they know something's up and uh but they're able to they're able to like just keep everyone out of their line of sight out of uh seeing him yeah there's a lot of like you know you you have to go like we can't be together yeah you know promised another and everything
1: yeah so the tree demon has basically arranged this marriage for Susan and it's the like the great like black mountain demon that she's gonna be marrying in Mm -hmm. three days and that's like something that's kind of like off to the side you think that'd be kind of a main like thing but it it doesn't really come back till the end of the film but Mm -hmm. uh Basically, what you get is them developing this relationship, turning from a cat and mouse thing into, like, a romance. So,
0: we get this kind of interesting scene where we see uh, the Wuma character, like, uh, basically uh, rapping, kind yeah. of, in a weird way. And he's, like, drinking a bunch and, like, chanting about, like... His different styles and, and stuff like that.
2: Yeah,
1: and it's go, it's like don't, 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 do he's uh, reciting like all these like beliefs or, like, and, but it's like very fun, very like goofy and yeah, it has like very rap energy and I was mentioning that in the other films that he would follow up this with it's, it's a staple of those too. so like in uh, <laughs> Fox uh, Legend and I, uh, what's the other one? Picture of the Nymph uh, which also has uh, Joey Wong in it he he has a segment where he does like a rap. It, it's it's really funny. We'll add those to the blog post too. But you could almost make a little rap mixtape of Wu Ma's Taoist yeah. raps. It's really funny.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's easy to forget that it was it was 1987 everywhere in the world.
1: So <laughs> the other thing that I think is hilarious is if you're listening to this in this film, you know he's talking about Tao like the Tao like but it sounds like it's saying do like homer so it's like homer simpson do 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 yeah <laughs> it's really <laughs> funny if you think of it that way <laughs> what this basically segues into cuz that's like its own little thing in the middle of the movie mm-hmm. um <laughs> the the next proge- progression you get is that uh, ling is pursuing uh sin still and um they have like this kind of romantic uh, moment, and it's like kind of like a, there's like a sex scene, but it's like yeah. a, also like a montage of
0: yeah their it's, experiences. It's, I, I wrote down it's it's a montage of the all of their experiences in the movie. Even though the movie is only like there's only like fifty minutes into the movie, <laughs> like it's yeah. weird that we're doing a montage of a movie that's halfway over.
1: But... Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah,
0: but yeah, it's 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 very this very tender moment. They're in this like. Windswept pavilion thing, um. it,
1: and it actually like afterwards, like they're having this back and forth, and she confesses to him. He still doesn't get it. Like he still doesn't doesn't get that this girl is a ghost, and you know she's kind of trapped in this. I mean, I don't know, whatever, trapped against her will with this demon. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she like flies away, and, and there's even a moment that I like where. He brings that ankle bracelet and she's like, oh, no, like you got to get out of here. And he like gets tossed up and she reaches up really quickly to grab it. And he sees that and he's like, oh, do you practice Qigong? Like (laughs) he's surprised at her abilities.
0: Again, it's that funny thing in a lot of these movies where people are just like, Oh, cool! You know how it, it's like—it's like learning someone knows how to whistle or something. Whenever people can literally fly, <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh,
2: that's
1: neat. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. <laughs> um, uh, the swordsman. Let me see his name. Yanchika is—is is his name in the film? Wu Ma's character, and he's now like trying to track them down. Um, because what happens is he goes to this judge. There's this another goofy sequence where there's a judge and uh ling wants to kind of like he wants he wants to turn him in he wants to turn uh Wu Ma's character in because he sees him as a murderer and he sees him as a threat to uh xiu Sin. but uh the judge here is played by wang jing
0: yeah i was excited <laughs> when i when i yeah. first saw the scene i was like i'll bet the two of these guys are like some kind of some kind of famous comedian. So whenever I saw, I was like, Oh, it's Wang Jing. It's <laughs> a guy yeah. we talked about before. And, and he's, they're, they're pretty funny here. Him and this, uh, like his like sidekick basically. Yeah.
1: There's a, this is another thing that it's kind of out of nowhere. And it's just like this little insert into the movie because yeah, he says, I found Lao Tao and he, Uh, shows up and they're like no that's not him and then they actually bring the dude out and you see that he looks because he already kind of looked like the drawing the wanted poster but there was like a a line down his face and you see that it's like a a scar on this guy's face so he was mistaken but yeah it's it's kind of it's funny it's comedic uh wang jing plays like this sleazeball judge he's like just bribe me you know he only
0: cares about he only cares about money Mm-hmm. And it's great because whenever, whenever Wu Ma comes in, the swordsman Yin is what they call him also in the mm-hmm. thing. Um, he comes in and the the magistrate immediately gets under the table and is like, no, don't rob me, I'm poor. <laughs> yeah, that's great.
1: <laughs> so once that's all settled, now Yin Chi Ka has to he has to lay it out to Ling too because Ling's so oblivious he just doesn't get it he's like no this temple that you're staying at nobody lives there he's like no she lives there he's like there's an abandoned graveyard behind this place i'm going to show you so he takes him to the graveyard and he sees like the, the tombstone of Xiuxin and now he can't believe it so he's like oh no and he still has that like poster that of of her and uh it falls out and he's like gonna leave it behind but he goes back and grabs it so um this leads us to basically him having to confront her but uh uh Yang has like a plan like i'll use you to lure them out so i can get rid of <laughs> these ghosts and there's another cool moment he gives him a a sutra that it's called the diamond sutra and actually there's a phrase in this film that actually i wanted to ask you so um he tells him if if you're you know caught with these ghosts you can say this uh phrase it's called uh poye polomi so he's like, "Poye polo mi," is like, yeah. "Be gone." It's like almost like an exorcist kind of thing, like <laughs> you know, the Heart same Christ type compels you. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's like that. But "Poye polo mi" stuck in my head, and I'm pretty sure I was I I sh- I wasn't able to find it, but I'm pretty sure in one of the Journey to the West movies that we covered, that was a phrase that they because I in my head I keep hearing it. "Poye polo mi," "Poye yeah, polo that... mi," "Poye okay, polo cause... mi."
0: I was kind of. I was thinking that too. I was thinking that seems familiar.
1: Hmm. I couldn't track it down. I feel like it's in in one of the Chinese Odyssey films that we talked about. But anyways, that's like kind of like this thing where you you know say that and you know Buddha will protect you from these ghosts.
0: It's interesting. They actually in the at least the subtitles for the the one on Amazon they actually say a different phrase.
1: Yeah, I can it's, tell you about that. <laughs> okay,
0: that's, yeah, the uh, Prajnaparamita or something yeah. like that. So, what's, so yeah, what's the deal there?
1: That means the perfection of wisdom. It's a it's a Buddhism like phrase. So this is all based on the the heart mantra. Um, so it's I'm uh, not mantra sutra. So these are buddhist like sutras and they they mentioned in the movie too when he sees the print he's like oh it's sanskrit he's like can you read sanskrit he's like don't worry about that just say this stuff and you'll be fine so uh (laughs) that (laughs) poye polomi is like a phrase that you'll see people like say online that like are familiar with the movie the movie was very popular um not just in hong kong i'm I know it was pretty popular in Japan and it was very popular in in France. So a lot of people have a lot of fond memories of this movie. But uh yeah, yeah, that Poya Polomi, you'll see it somewhere. But man, if oh. if I find it before we post the episode, I'll yeah. I'll I'll definitely add it to yeah. the information yeah, on the blog post. I'll... Yeah, we can fix I'll, it up. Maybe
0: I'll maybe have already edited it in. Carlos did some research after the episode and it's from a Chinese Odyssey part one, the Stephen Chow movie. And he says pole polo me to open up Pandora's box. And that's the name of the movie is a Chinese Odyssey part one Pandora's box. So here's a clip from that. And then we'll get back to the episode. But it's cool. The, um, the, like the diamond sutras that he has kind of ends up being really important to the plot of the movie, which mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting. Or the conclusion of the movie, I should say. Yeah, and um,
1: this uh, this scene of them, him, and Su Sin in the house, and then uh, the tree demon showing up, this is my favorite scene in the whole movie. So mm-hmm. things get really crazy, and the tree demon's busting in, and you finally see this, you know, in full effect, you see this huge tongue like monster. Ugh, it's so gross. It looks so cool, it though. It looks I, so good. It does. I love it looks it. amazing. Yeah. Like,
0: it's, it, yeah, it's just, it's. I don't it's hard to think of like a thing to I I'm, I'm trying to think of how to describe it cuz it's it reminds me of a lot of stuff I've seen in like anime or mm-hmm. like like almost like not quite as extreme as like Akira, but like that same kind of like gross, like tentacles kind of thing. Yeah, there's um, a
1: very organic look to it. You see yeah. the veins and everything. It also kind of reminds me of the practical effects from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. So Audrey yeah, 2, yeah. you know, <laughs> when, when Audrey 2 would open up her mouth wide you'd see like the teeth and the Mm -hmm. the tongue and veins and stuff and you see a lot of that here uh also like i said before evil dead 2 there's a lot of that too so Mm -hmm. um the tree demon obviously can control trees right so there's moments where the branches are grabbing on to our swordsman and then a ling as well and it it definitely reminds me of Evil Dead, Sam Raimi stuff. Mm-hmm. This whole this whole sequence actually very feels very Evil Dead. They're trapped in this demonic house basically, and mm-hmm. they're fighting against demons. It's
0: really neat. Uh, Susan kind of gives him a like a, a way to get out. Uh, there's uh, and he he gets out because he he follows along like this this like path. Um and that's a cool effect where like the path gets taken away and he gets trapped in the in the tree.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It looks so good. But then um, Wu
0: Ma comes to the rescue. Um, yeah. It's but- funny. that's one of my that's a good gag too, where Wuma shows up and he's like kind of taunting the tree demon and, and sticks his tongue out and then she <laughs> sticks her tongue out and he's like, Your tongue his her tongue's longer than yours
1: <laughs> And um yeah, Yenshika still kind of like uh, I would say he's like chaotic good because uh, Su Sin, you know, she's still a ghost, and he mm-hmm. tries to get rid of her as well. And Ling mm-hmm. tries to stop him. Like he does that like needle that'll kill like the ghost, and mm-hmm. he has to pull it out. And that tongue, yeah, is going crazy. So uh, the whole thing with the tongue's really cool because um, it ends up like
0: oh, the tongue like opens up yeah, and yeah, it like opens like up. Her, her, her mouth and like her head underneath the tongue and it like turns into like this like alligator head almost
1: yeah and yen stabs the tongue that's the moment where i was talking about where it's like scary and serious but then there's this hilarious shot of the tongue like whipping at ling's face so it's mm-hmm. like this goofy moment in the middle of all this like madness and um yeah when the tongue opens up it has all these teeth it's like this huge almost like alligator mouth this actually reminds me of a godzilla monster called biolanti there's this uh huge i think it's one of the biggest kaiju like models in any uh, godzilla film and uh it looks very similar to what we see here there's another funny thing that um uh, when yen stabs the tongue it throws all this goop on his face so for oh, the rest yeah. of this sequence he's got all this goop on his face mm-hmm. and uh that he he talked about that in the interview and it's actually condensed milk that they used for oh, that gross. effect so he says that for the rest of his life he can't even see condensed milk he like hates it <laughs> yeah i believe um, that. He comments that it like was like three months of having that stuff on.
0: I was about to say I've I've I I did like a lot of plays and stuff in in, in high school and whenever you get stuff like that like in your nose, it just kind of stays there. Oh <laughs> so no! It takes a long time for it to completely work its way out. So I imagine having milk stuck in your nose for a while. <laughs> Not a great not a great situation.
1: Yeah, that's messed up. And the funny thing too is like, yeah, after all of this, um uh Xiu Sin gets taken away. She's like ends up getting pulled into the underworld and Ling kind of has this moment where he just is like please begging uh Yen to to help him out. And um there's actually like this very like opening moment for him where he just kinda of opens up saying like, Oh, you know, yeah i i'm not i can't get along with the human so i'm like a ghost but i'm not a ghost so i can't get a, you know he's yeah. like stuck in the middle so he's like has this emotional outpouring but at the yeah. same time he has this gross slime all over his face <laughs> it's really yeah. really funny
0: he screamed out how like mortal the mortal world's too complicated and he likes how black and white the the world of the demons are and <laughs>
1: Yeah, I shared a couple of those screen caps yeah. <laughs> with yeah, you. That's yeah. pretty funny. I'll pretty good. put that on our Twitter.
0: <laughs> yeah. But so the next day they um Su Sin then told them the other the the previous night that uh basically the the reason why her soul isn't at rest is because her her remains aren't buried in like the right place, so they need to go to go move them.
1: Yeah. So they dig um, up these
0: urns and, and go on their way
1: yeah they uh she finds she tells them where she's been buried so what happened is um she was killed like by bandits and her father temporarily buried her under the tree that the the tree demon occupies but uh her father got killed before he was able to, able to give her a proper burial so uh she's at the mercy of tree demon but if they remove her and give her a proper burial, she'll be able to transfer over to the next phase of the afterlife which is reincarnation so their next goal is to do that so they dig all that up and then they make their way so now they're on like a timer like they have to do it before the next like daybreak. because there's this whole thing that we saw earlier with uh sunlight it it defeats the demons and they can't operate during the daytime so they have to get to where they need to before this all changes over but there's a funny moment where they're riding on horseback, but the forest itself is like, it's like the forest of illusion. Like <laughs> you, you'll always get trapped. So um, mm-hmm. you hear that Poye Polomi again, and w- Wuma's character uses like these blessed arrows to mm-hmm. attack the forest and they escape.
0: And I love one of the ways they show that they're lost is that there's this cool shot where this these horses jump over this log, and then they literally just play the exact same footage again. <laughs> yeah, that's really <laughs> <Which>, funny. <laughs> which, when I first saw, I was like, "Wait, what?" And, and then they said, "Oh no, it's it's." Or they said they're lost. I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay." But I, all right, all right. <laughs>
1: Yep, Lost Woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lost Woods, Forest of Illusion. Pick your Nintendo yeah. mixed-up forest. <laughs> yeah.
0: Both cool um, music.
1: Yeah, both have great music. They get to this inn, and it seems to be a suitable place for them to conjure these. And both after because, this
0: movie, actually, now that I think about it. Because it's yeah, 87, so. Yeah,
1: you right, right. Um, they find an inn, and it seems innocent enough, but they are... Going to conjure up the ghosts because they have like four or five jars, so they need to make sure they have the right one. So there's a little short bit where they conjure up the wrong people, and then they're like, "Get out of here!" And they're like, "All right, see you later." Yeah. And there's a a gag with like the goofy innkeeper, but then oh um, yeah yeah, where they like, do speak find. To me,
0: it's like, oh no, it's a man's voice, and it's just the innkeeper. Yeah the yeah
1: window. yeah, it's a funny gag. Um, so they they do end up finding Shu Sin. Everything seems to be resolving, but Yen looks around and it seems like this inn isn't really what it seems. He finds uh, a bowl of head soup, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, just literally like a bunch of heads in a bowl.
0: And, and again, that's, that's such a goofy <laughs> joke where they just, he opens it up, He's like, Oh, head soup.
1: Yeah. Chilled, chilled monkey brains. Yeah. Kind of.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, um
1: so, yeah, they're in trouble now. The demons are here. And they pull uh, su into the, the underworld. So they have to now go into the underworld mm-hmm. to save, save her from that, uh, the Black Mountain demon. And uh, basically the finale. So this whole uh, section of the film is like this, similar to Yokai Daisen Soho, at the very oh, end. Yeah. It's like this black set this where boy. it's like... basically like a yeah avoid another dimension that they're in it's like the same thing here
0: it's i i know obviously this it doesn't all come from this but in my head i always associate the way that this looks like the weird angles and like lots of low shots with like the it's it's primarily lit by light hitting the fog yeah in the scene I always associated that with Power Rangers because that was the first time I saw that whenever I was a little kid. Yeah, so that's, that's all. That's always what I think of whenever I see stuff like this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, yeah, I totally yeah, feel you, man.
0: It's a very, it's a, it's a very distinct look that like you'll see in a lot of movies, uh, especially uh, Asian film from this time.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um Yeah, Wu Ma's done doing a lot of action in the sequence. There's a huge group of uh like ghost warriors that he's fighting against um one of the techniques that i like that he does that i haven't mentioned yet is he'll like draw blood and make a sign on his hand like of a yin and yang and then he'll be able to like basically shoot like a hadouken yeah and that'll like take care of the the ghost it's pretty awesome
0: yeah it's really cool and there's There's like the awesome like sparks going off on people whenever he hits them and
1: yeah, he, he talked in the interview how they'd have, like, literally, like, a gas line, like, a tiny gas line running up his arm and to his fingertips. And then when he would point, they would, like, ignite that to be, like, a little spark or something. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. And um, I was thinking, like, in there's a fighting game called Tobol 2 where <laughs> they added, like, fireballs to the game. But it's actually kind of representing what they're showing here so in the in Tobal 2 you would actually sacrifice your own life energy to throw a fireball and oh, a lot, cool. the more life you consume the stronger the fireball would be okay so it's kind of a cool visualization of that and like yeah. um art of fighting you'd have a bar under your life bar that was basically i guess like stamina gauge like in dark souls or something so whenever you do a special attack that would you know drain so you couldn't just keep spamming fireballs you'd have to be mindful of that bar so that's kind of cool thinking about how your life energy can like actually you know that your your chi actually contributes to these attacks that you're doing mm-hmm. it's something that you could see developed even further in in another movie or another video game
0: yeah yeah and that translates pretty easily to a uh, to a video game where you have a life bar
1: yeah, it's great. It's great. The other thing uh, in this final sequence that I really like is that uh, Joey Wong, she doesn't do a lot of action, but she does a lot of shots where she's flying through the air mm-hmm. and she just looks very elegant and they always have her in this like flowy dress. And like I said, there's like a huge fan blowing the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it looks really flowy. She has a red outfit here. And whenever she does these kind of like almost like a assist attack where she like throws out the ribbons of her dress. That always is shot really well. I love those shots.
0: Yeah. So the Swordsman Yin is also fighting this, this uh, Black Mountain demon. And at first he shoots him with or he tries to shoot him with an arrow, but he comes back with like an axe on one of his arms
1: mm-hmm. and he
0: can't use the arm anymore. So there's this awesome shot where he he holds onto the bow with his foot and pulls back with his other arm.
1: to, yeah, to shoot rules. the
0: demon. That's such a cool shot.
1: Yeah, it's really cool, and we also have more of this um, uh, rotoscope like animation effects. So whenever they swing the sword, you'll see like a flame effect on the sword, mm-hmm. and Su um, Sin actually ha- ends up having to grab the sword herself, even though that pains her to strike at oh, the, yeah. uh, the our demon. And when he when he gets struck. It's super awesome. He, like, opens his cloak, and there's all these heads that are, like, like he's made up of all these, like, different like, spirits or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they all fly out, and there's some really cool shots, and then there's all these tentacles that also fly out. So, Mm. it's just uh, it looks really cool, but um, like you mentioned earlier, that Diamond Sutra that um, uh, Ling has been carrying on him the whole time, gets kind of torn apart, and all of the sutra flies onto the demon and that's like the final like mm-hmm. shot that they use to destroy him yeah yeah really yeah. really cool it's,
0: it's so cool because i really like i genuinely didn't see that coming because yeah. like i because i could have seen this movie ending like oh then they all died <laughs> but <laughs> but um but yeah it has that a, a cool twist where that rips open and kind of is the final excuse me yep. kind of a final blow
1: I do, and, yeah. And actually, talking really.
0: about uh, rotoscope, there's almost like a Raiders of the Lost Ark thing, where like there's this big like cloud up in the sky, mm. where like the evil spirit's going.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good call. I, I do. I like. I said, I really love that the the major scene before this, when they're fighting against the tree demon. I could see that being a sort of finale to the film, but it is kind of cool seeing this kind of very elaborate I mean, there's enough in this final final scene even though that that you know mountain black mountain king or whatever he's like kind of like a non-character at all in the whole movie and then all of a sudden he's like here i did hear on the commentary track that this was kind of attacked on scene like Choi hark wasn't really happy with the ending of the film so he had them do this for it but um, hmm. yeah, and actually, it's funny. You know, we were mentioning about who really directed this film. When you hear Wu Ma talking about the movie, when he's talking about Choi Hark, he's talking about him as the director the whole time. Yeah. And when he's talking about Chin uh, tung he's talking about him as the action director only. Yeah. He never mentions him as the director, which is uh, pretty telling.
0: Yeah. So they get out of the they get out of the underworld. And I, I do love the effect of them going into and out of the underworld where it's like, like they're just going into, it looks like just nothing.
1: Yeah. Um, it's like a composite shot that they just yeah. cut them out of the frame. It looks really cool. Yeah,
0: it's neat. But they're able to, uh, they're able to get the, get the urn and bury it. And we see like the, the final shot is them saying like, like, how do we even know if she got reincarnated, which I thought was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. um And then you see a rainbow. It's kind of a gross-looking rainbow, but it's a rainbow. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, like not, it, it is. It is kind of a gr- like it's, it, I don't know, it's. It's like not, green. It's very green. Yeah, it's more green than than any of the other colors. And it's mm-hmm. kind of weird-looking, but yeah, it's, it's it's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's the that's the Chinese ghost story.
1: Yeah. So no freeze frame. It's more of a montage of the scenes throughout the film. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, this movie is, I mean, rightly so, I think it's held up very strongly within like Hong Kong cinema. I think it's really cool. And um, like I said, when I saw it originally, I feel like I didn't appreciate it as much because it didn't have, for me, who were the big names that I know. And there wasn't as much like martial arts in it. Yeah. So like young younger Carlos was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this is cool, but whatever. Just- and um, going back and watching it, uh now for the podcast i i do i i really like it i did actually so for my history with this movie i actually saw the um the animation so there's choy hark did a an animated feature called chinese ghost story and that was in 1997 he uh that was like the first like chinese animation that i have ever seen and I saw that movie before I saw this movie. So um, I I don't know. I, maybe that colored my <laughs> opinions of it too because I was super into anime at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that it was a Chinese uh, feature because I had never seen it. But you yeah. could tell the difference, difference in the quality of the production. Um, and in the animation, there's a lot of CG in it. Like for the backgrounds, I think all of the backgrounds in the animated feature are computer animated and they don't really hold up well but the movies yeah yeah. in 97 you know and 97
0: and china like and right i know this is mean to say but i don't think i've seen a single chinese production that has good cg i
1: mean we were talking about uh soccer killer right yeah yeah from like last year i think it was Eh, really (laughs) i think it's
0: 2017 but still not not long ago
1: yeah but um i think it's cool it's cool in its own way and actually um who was it wasn't 80 i think viz yeah viz brought it out in america mm-hmm. and i have the dvd of that and actually uh i've talked i think i've talked a couple of times about how much i like Ronmo one half mm-hmm. and a lot of the same voice actors for the dub oh cool. like ron i i don't I'm a subs over dubs kind of dude, but I really liked around one half's dub cast. And there, a lot of those people are in this too. So I I think it's worth checking out and it's interesting to see it as a companion to this. Um, There was, you know, two more Chinese ghost story direct films. And then there's a bunch like of copies and then like beyond a Chinese ghost story, there's more of those films. And actually they even uh, remade this film i think it was in 2011 they remade it so um that's that's pretty cool too and that's by wilson yip i believe from ipman oh he directed that yeah so yeah there's a lot to check out and this is just a taste of you know some of the kind of horror themed Mm -hmm. uh you know hong kong cinema i mean we've covered mr vampire we've covered even oily maniac you know (laughs) good one so um yeah, it's it's a fun time. I I really like this movie. I definitely recommend it. Um, How do you feel
0: about the sequels because there were a couple of sequels?
1: So, okay. I I remember a bit about the second film. So, it has uh uh Joey Wong in it, but it's not like a it's <laughs> more of like a
0: spiritual sequel than a yeah, direct follow-up. Yeah. Yeah. Follow
1: well, it's it's a direct sequel, but you, you, she doesn't play the same character. Gotcha. But it's like he's he sees her in
0: I, is, it her, is it her identical yeah. twin sister
1: no it's like not a, like, like a, a better twin. no it's not <laughs> <laughs> but actually similar yeah symbolically i guess yeah they're okay yeah they're they're cool um gotcha. but i think this first movie is definitely the best of the three for for me i should qual- qualify that <laughs> if you are gonna get mad at me <laughs> cool yeah good stuff
0: yeah well, thank you so much for taking a listen to our show. If you like the show, then you can leave us a review on whatever you're listening to this on. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Heroes the Number 3 podcast on all three of them. And thank you to the Kung Fu Cinema subreddit if you're checking us out from there. And we're actually going to be taking a little break for various reasons until January. We'll probably still have some random weird episodes throughout it, but... For like main feed stuff, Uh, we're gonna be taking a little break until then.
1: Yeah, Um, I'm it's it's been it's been a year, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you guys have noticed,
0: but it's been kind of a sucky year. So, (laughs) So you guys guys hear about this? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm gonna what I'll say is is that I'm very excited to prepare for what we're gonna be doing when we come back. Yes, definitely. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we've been very excited to cover that we haven't covered yet, Mm -hmm. and that uh, I mean, people have. I'm sure wanted us to cover so it's going to be really nice to kind of take a little breather really plan things out and come back like Mm -hmm. you know twice as powerful next time (laughs) so look forward to when we come back I'm I'm thinking you know aside from these kind of one-off little episodes that we're going to do here and there probably at the beginning of next year we'll become a regular podcast again
0: yeah that's the plan well, until next time where we're doing something. I'm Matthew.
1: <laughs> I'm Carlos.
0: We are the Heroes 3. We're training.